Welcome to the Pi Network Podcast Show. It's your host, the Crypto Legend. And my guest today is DesPi322. He's a longtime pioneer, and he's been with Pi Network for well over a year. He is well-versed in what Pi is, and he understands what Pi is doing. Today I will be interviewing him to grasp and to understand his perspective about Pi. I will be narrating this interview because the connection between the Philippines and the United States is not stable enough to smoothly conduct the interview. But I have asked him a series of questions and he has responded. Every time that I answer, these are his words in regard to what he believes Pi is. My first question was, how did you hear about Pi and what do you love about Pi the most? DesPi322 replied, A friend of mine who knows I'm with a certain crypto visited me and introduced me to Pi. I love the ease of mining it. You know, the simplicity of mining Pi is really what draws in many different type of pioneers out there. All you gotta do is tap a button every 24 hours. It doesn't really take much of your time and it definitely doesn't take much effort. And then you can just close the app and you can repeat that the very next day. Because the access to acquire Pi is so simple, it has allowed many different pioneers the ability to participate in what may be the best opportunity in their life. But I digress. We'll never know what the future holds unless we are a part of that future. Then it matters what we hold. The follow-up question was, what was it about Pi that made you realize it was far more than something you initially thought? DesPi322 replied, As I begin to read the frequently asked questions in white paper, with intention to know more about it, my eyes slowly opened and I began to see the beauty hidden inside those papers. The beauty I see is in the Pi Core team with pure, genuine intention to help and change lives. You know, that statement is very true. A lot of pioneers come into Pi Network thinking it's just like every other crypto out there, as there are thousands that exist today. They all have a white paper, and all of them pretty much have frequently asked questions so that they can help provide understanding and information to the people out there about what it is that they are doing. But Pi is different in many different ways. Pi and its development continually compounds in regard to what it's creating, and it is establishing layer after layer every single month to build out an entire network where its platform is all over the world in over 185 plus countries. That is remarkable because when you truly begin to understand what Pi is doing, then you will see what Pi is capable of. And it will amaze you.
The next question I asked Despi322 was, what do you think is required in order for Pi to build value? Despi322 replied, Pi needs merchants, marketplaces that accept Pi as payment. That's what Pi needs. And he is absolutely right. You see, it doesn't matter how many of us obtain Pi. Pi is not valuable unless Pi can buy something that is valuable, unless it can help you obtain what you value, whether that's physical goods or services or access to what is valuable. If Pi is used as the vehicle to transfer what is valuable to one so that it can transfer it to another, then Pi has become what it was always meant to be, a medium of exchange that functions like fiat currency that we have today. The next question I asked him was, what do you think the Pi Core team meant when they wrote out their vision statement? Despi322 replied, they meant to fulfill a big dream. As we begin the journey to a digital future, I always believed that crypto would be the future of payment in a global sense. BTC, known as Bitcoin, just opened the door. Some emerging cryptos show signs and hope from the start, but are found inadequate. The pump and dump mechanism in exchanges prove it to be the greatest hindrance to achieve such vision. You know, anyone who's into the world of crypto comes in naturally thinking that digital currency and cryptocurrency would be used as the future of payments. But with all the thousands of cryptos out there, none of them do this on a global sense, where it happens for millions of users daily, where they choose to use a crypto as the primary source of payment for goods and services worldwide. Even Bitcoin could not continually achieve this as the narrative for Bitcoin became more of a store of value rather than a medium of exchange. You see, when Bitcoin was first developed, the idea of using it as a form of payment for many different types of physical goods and services was the narrative. But somewhere along the line, somebody decided to push the agenda of Bitcoin being a store of value, where it functioned more as an asset where you could obtain a lot of value from it by its capital appreciation within a crypto exchange. That level of volatility has made it really difficult for a pioneer, I'm sorry, for a user of Bitcoin. As today you may pay so much Bitcoin and then tomorrow that amount of Bitcoin is less for the same item just a day later. You see, the, the fluctuating value 
of its currency makes it difficult for people to want to accept it as payment. This is why money needs to be as stable as possible so that people will want to acquire it. That way, if there are larger purchases, you can save up for what it is that you want to buy. The next question I asked him was, can Pi ever match Bitcoin in value, utility, and adoption? DeskPi322 replied, In terms of price at the beginning, I cannot imagine Pi can match BTC's peak price, which happened to be around $18,891 back in December 17, 2017. But as additional developments come, I will begin to change my mind. I believe Pi cannot just match but it can even surpass BTC in all aspects in regard to price, utility, and adoption. The microtransactions enable Pi to be a clear indication for him personally on how Pi will become so valuable that you only need to transfer a micro piece of it to pay for something in the near future. You see, the idea of using your national currency, whether it's US dollars, pounds, euros, pesos, whatever it may be, many people are not used to the idea of obtaining a physical item or a service where they pay for it in fractions or in decimal points. Because we are used to the idea of paying for anything in integers whole integers, whole numbers, 1, 5, 10, we're not used to 0.35, 0.01, 0.08, but Pi is going to change the game, and as more transactions occur, where Pi is continually purchasing what is valuable at a fraction of a Pi, more and more people will begin to understand the value that Pi holds. And that is something that Pi has that's remarkable. Because if Pi can achieve this, and it already is on a smaller scale, then many pioneers, and I mean millions around the world, will be able to use the Pi they've been mining, no matter when they joined Pi Network, even if they joined today. The next question I asked Pi 322 was, what do you feel pioneers struggle with the most? Pi 322 replied, the quick cash mindset. It has led pioneers to struggle and continuing to do the very simple daily act of tapping the mining button. You know, I have spoken to many different pioneers out there and even the task of just tapping the button once every 24 hours, even though it is trivial, it is seems near impossible for pioneers who do not believe in Pi. 
See, it is not the amount of effort that it requires that stops someone from taking the time to open the app and tap the button. It is their level of belief and conviction that Pi actually either is valuable already or that it will be valuable in the future. Because if you don't believe this, then in your mind, it's a complete waste of time. And every second you take to mind that button is a second you're wasting in your life. This is why it is very difficult, if near impossible, to get a pioneer who doesn't believe in Pi at all to press the button. The next question I asked him was, what do you think the average pioneer desires the most from the Pi they are earning today? Best Pi322 replied, a desire to use it as soon as they are able. You know, I've seen this in the Pi lifestyle economy, where a pioneer who believed in Pi a little bit found the economy of pioneers that want to use Pi as the medium of exchange to purchase goods and services from other pioneers around the world. They see an item that's up for sale from another pioneer, and then they begin to do business with one another. Once they agree on the transaction and that they would like to do business, the pioneer who is selling the item will ship the item over to the pioneer who is purchasing it. But because that pioneer who is buying exists within the economy, pie backers within the economy who have KYC and IAT back that transaction where they take their pie and they pay for it. So the pioneer who is offering the goods or the service will receive the pie the moment they send the physical good or offer the service. This validates the transaction and this is the reason why the pioneer who is offering the good or service is willing to offer the good or service because they get the pie the moment they do. Now not everyone believes in pie at this level, but there are many different pioneers out there that don't understand pie at this level and they don't know that pie can actually do this right now. It, it, it can't be done with many different pioneers out there as there are only 250 to 300 different pioneers worldwide that have the ability to move Pi from their Pi account to another pioneer's Pi account. That pioneer that they are transferring Pi to does not need to be a pioneer who has passed KYC or that pioneer doesn't need to have IAT. The pioneer who has KYC and IAT can transfer Pi to any pioneer in Pi Network. That's just some information for those of you out there listening in for the first time. The next question I asked him was, should Pi Network stop the ability for pioneers to mine Pi? Now this topic is gonna to be discussed extensively in the Pi convention, but I have written a blog in regard to this, so if you'd like to read more about it, it exists inside the Pi Lifestyle app. 
and more blogs are created every month in regard to different topics about Pi to help pioneers worldwide understand Pi on a deeper level. This Pi 322's response into that, to the question regarding should Pi Network stop the ability for pioneers to mine Pi, he replied, yes, but at the right time. What is the right time? You know, I recently released a question out there on our Twitter for the Pi Lifestyle, and I asked people, when do they think Phase 3 will come? Will it be in quarter 4, 2020? Quarter 1, 2021? Quarter 4, 2021? Or quarter 1, 2022? And for the answers that were in quarter 1, the day would be on Pi Day. Right now, many different pioneers out there that are voting for that poll believe that Pi Network will release Phase 3 and will transition to that phase on Pi Day 2021. Now, there's a lot of things that need to occur in order for Pi Network to be able to move from Phase 2 to Phase 3. And six months may not be enough time to get all those pieces in place. As we're talking about many dApps functioning as an intended where they are working seamlessly as dApps inside the Pi Apps platform. That's only one part of what Pi Network needs to do. The other part, which is more challenging, is to be able to offer KYC internally where Pi Network's developers have internally developed a way to offer KYC to all the pioneers within Pi Network. If they are able to manage this, then they can cut costs on how much it may cost for a pioneer to be able to KYC. Uh, if it's done internally, they may be able to offer it for free. But as long as they require third-party providers, such as Yachty, then it will have a cost. And right now, Pi Networks developers are the ones that are fronting that cost. And the 100,000 pioneers that were offered it for free did not pay the cost because Pi Networks developers paid the cost. Someone is paying the cost, especially if it's through a third-party developer. So, in that respect, if Pi Network really wants to release KYC for every pioneer out there, and they don't have a way to do this internally, the best suggestion that I have heard was from Pioneer USCB Man. And his suggestion was, what if you allowed a host of a Pioneer's earning team to be able to help finance the cost for the Pioneers within their earning team? This would really allow Pi Network's developers to have some financing from pioneers all over the world who have optionally decided to help their earning team pioneers get through KYC at no cost. I believe this may be a great way to open up the door for many more pioneers out there as this can easily allow many more people to offer many more people 
the opportunity to KYC that may not have the chance at this point in time. The next question I asked SPI322 was, how important is the amount of pi the average pioneer will have in the future in regard to pi's value? Despi322 answered, The majority of pioneers that are coming in the near future will have less pi in their holdings compared to those who come earlier. Therefore, the value of pi should not be causing them to experience pi bankruptcy in a blink of an eye. You know, this is very true. I mean, if you're a new pioneer who started mining pi today, you probably don't even have 10 pi in your pi account. But if an item already costs 1,000 pi and it's only worth 10 bucks, how long would it take you as a new pioneer today to earn enough pi to buy that $10 item? I mean, you might give up mining pi way before you ever reach 1,000 pi if that's how much it's costing you just to buy a $10 item. So that is what he's speaking about. You don't want pi to be worth so low that millions of pioneers out there can't even use the pi that they've been mining to buy anything on the market, right? You need to be able to allow pi to purchase many different things for many different people all over the world. And if millions of people all over the world don't have much pi, then you need to price goods and services based on the average pioneer, which would be the majority of pioneers out there. And the majority of pioneers don't have much pie. So that should be the standard in regard to where items should be priced at. This way, everybody can participate. And through that participation, pie's economy will grow because more and more people can be a part of it. The next question I asked them was, what do you think Pi will be able to buy five years from now? Despi322 replied, five years from now? Pioneers might be already driving their dream car, living in their dream house, etc, etc. Now, even with Bitcoin being the first cryptocurrency out there, there are people today that are driving their dream car, that are living in their dream house because they invested in Bitcoin very early on where they were mining it before it was even worth one cent per Bitcoin. With that level of belief, to be a part of something before it was ever anything requires consistency, persistence. You gotta be diligent you got to be having a level of belief in regard to something that people didn't understand at that point in time. It was a very new concept. But we're not talking about that here right now in this question. We're talking about Pi. And if Pi was able to do this, it wouldn't be doing something that hasn't been done. Bitcoin's already done it. And so have other cryptocurrencies for people that have invested in those ones early on. And investing doesn't necessarily mean a monetary investment where you're using your own fiat currency to buy that crypto. It could mean also mining that crypto, like the way we are mining Pi now. Except their idea of mining is different. But the term, when I say mining, I am referring to acquiring that crypto. 
in that in that sense. So if you think about it like that, every single one of us inside Pi Network right now is in Pi Network's beginning. You might think we're almost near 10 million pioneers and that's the end of Pi, but that is merely just the beginning. Pi Network hasn't even launched Phase 3, which is the birth of Pi. But I hope all of us will be able to see that day come to fruition. The next question I asked him was, how many pioneers transacting with Pi does it take for you to feel that Pi is a success? His reply was, a minimum of 100,000 pioneers transacting with Pi daily is already a sure sign of Pi success. You know, we are nearing 10 million pioneers in Pi Network. 100K pioneers mining Pi and using it more so for goods and services and access to things that are valuable is already remarkable, especially if it's on a global level and it's happening every single day because that number would only keep growing. The follow-up question was, how much of an impact do you think dApps will have on Pi's utility? Now, dApps are decentralized applications or distributed applications, and these type of applications use blockchain technology, and you must use crypto within them in order to provide some type of function. So, as you all know, and for those of you that don't, Pi Network is developing a platform within their Pi Network app called Pi Apps, where dApps will exist. And you can think of dApps like all the applications that are available on Google Play Store or the iOS uh, App Store. All of the apps exist centrally on those. Well, these dApps would exist in the Pi Apps platform within the Pi Network app, but remember, dApps use blockchain technology by design. So his reply in regard to this question was, Pi Apps are the backbone of Pi's intrinsic utility. Now, the word backbone is a very strong word. It's like pillar. Right? It's what's holding it together. Now, Pi Network's developers are creating Pi apps through dApps inside their Pi apps platform, which is within their Pi Network app. These dApps will have many different functions. I mean, you'll have dApps that function as games just for entertainment purposes, and you'll have other dApps that have real utility where users can be able to possibly even Perhaps one day, you know, rent out their car and somebody else will pay them with Pi through the dApp that exists within the app. So different types of developers out there will be able to create dApps and put them on the platform. But the beautiful thing about dApps is that is open source. So other people can go there and add to the code. And this will allow the ability to create something better as time goes on. 
So this evolution of technology will provide the opportunity for many pioneers to safely transact with Pi inside the Pi Network app. But remember, Pi Network is being built to be decentralized, so everything about it can't exist just with inside the Pi Network app. You need it everywhere, worldwide, on all different types of e-commerce websites where people can just pay with Pi, like the way that they pay with PayPal or they pay with Visa or MasterCard. It's gotta be used just like that. The next question I asked was, in phase three, when Pi is listed on a crypto exchange or multiple crypto exchanges, do you think many pioneers will sell all the pie they have? Now, I think this is a question that many people think about quite often because I see it all the time in Facebook uh, groups. And his reply to this question was, Phase 3 won't come till all of Phase 2's features are fully developed, inclusive of Pi's value. At that time, I believe Pioneer's eyes are already opened to the reality that exchanges are only needed for people who do not have Pi currency in their crypto wallets so they can exchange their currency to Pi in order to be able to use Pi anywhere they go, anytime they want, and settle payments 24-7 around the world. You see, even with the US dollar, you can't just go to any country and use that type of currency. Some vendors and merchants within a different country will not accept that form of payment for their goods and services. But what if you were able to use a type of currency that you can use anywhere in the world almost, and every vendor and merchant that you go to is willing to accept it as a form of payment? That is what he is speaking about when he talks about what Pi will be able to do. And he mentions that it should be able to do all of this before Pi hits Phase 3. Remember, Pi Network goes from Phase 2 to Phase 3. Not when we hit 10 million pioneers, not when we hit 100 million pioneers, not even when we hit a billion pioneers. It happens when Pi Network is ready. When the community feels that Pi Network is ready and Pi Network won't feel that it's ready until everything that it's building out has the capability and the functionality it was designed for, where there aren't major issues with payments happening between pioneers and the technology can sustain the amount of transactions that are occurring every single second without crashing the system, where every transaction that is happening is being recorded on the blockchain's ledger without fault, where the nodes are functioning and corresponding with one another with ease. This is what Pi Network needs to develop. It is currently working on all of this, but it takes time to refine all of it. The next question that I asked him was, who do you feel are the most influential pioneers in Pi Network and why? He replied, definitely all good leaders in Pi Network's community, since they are the ones leading and guiding the community. You know, I've been following Pi Network for a long time already, 
and I see many different types of leaders and many different types of groups and communities out there and there's a lot of people out there that are helping push Pi, that are helping educate other pioneers, that are devoting their time, energy, their skill sets, their knowledge to help other people understand what Pi can do to help them with transactions, to help them obtain value from it, to help them understand what crypto is, what crypto can do, what Pi can do, because a lot of people do come into Pi Network understanding crypto, believing that Pi will function just like every other crypto out there. And if you understand crypto even just a little bit, you'll understand that utility is a major struggle for many of them, if not almost all of them. Now, Bitcoin does have some utility out there. You can buy cars with Bitcoin, you can buy homes with Bitcoin. And I'm not talking about a $20,000 car here. You can buy Lamborghinis with Bitcoin. There are businesses out there that will accept it as a form of payment for their vehicles. And of course, that is for a brand new Lamborghini. But for used items that other users have, there's a whole market out there. But that is not primarily what Bitcoin is used for. A lot of people that do have Bitcoin hold on to it and they're waiting for its value to rise even more than whatever they bought it for. And so they're in the mindset of acquiring and it is that store of value that they hope to profit off of in the future. While Pi is being used in a different way, where Pi is going to be a medium of exchange functioning just like fiat currency, like the cash that you use today. Whenever you go to the gas station, you want to put some gas in your vehicle, you give, you know, your US dollars or your pesos or whatever fiat currency that you use in your country. That is what they accept there. So that is what you use and they will take that. And if Pi has that ability to function in the same manner because many people out there are using it, remember, all these businesses out there are owned by people and managed by them. And if these people are pioneers of Pi, well, why wouldn't they want to support the coin that they're acquiring? Right? They would. I mean, that's why they're mining it, because they believe in it. So the last question that I asked him was, if Pi is always worth more in value in Pi economies than on the crypto exchanges, would you ever sell any of your pie or would you just use the pie within the economies for what you need or want? And I don't think a lot of pioneers really think about this as the only thing they're thinking about at the point in time is cashing out whatever they have. You see, they don't believe that pie is money. They believe that pie can get them money, but they don't believe that pie can be used like money and there's a big difference there so the moment you understand that as a pioneer you'll begin to really understand what pi is doing but his answer that's pi 322's answer in response to this last question was spending pi within pi does not need exchanges i'm not selling even a micro piece of my pi to any exchange exchanges need and will list pi because Pi Network is a rare global resource. 
And you know, I don't think a lot of people understand what he means when he says Pi Network is a rare global resource, as probably all you out there listening are like, wait a minute, there's a lot of Pi out there in supply. I mean, Pi has been continuously being given to anybody that's mining it, and there are already millions of pioneers, and some of these pioneers have been mining Pi for many, many months. So there's got to be billions of Pi already by now. And in a sense, there is billions of Pi out there. But what people don't understand is they don't understand money, right? So because they don't understand money, they think that billions of Pi is a lot, but it's nothing. And the reason why it's nothing is because fiat currency, if you were to take all the money that's out there in all the different types of national currencies and convert them all into U.S. dollars, it is in the amount of quadrillions, okay? And some of you don't even know what quadrillion, how much that amounts to, okay? That is beyond the point of trillions of dollars. There are trillions of dollars in one quadrillion. And I didn't say quadrillion, I said quadrillions, which is plural. So that's how much fiat currency there is if you converted it all into U.S. dollars out there, if you're talking about narrow money and broad money and financial derivatives, as well as all the types of assets that can be liquidated, if you're talking about every type of form of money, all this money out there is in the quadrillions of U.S. dollars. So having billions of pi for a global economy, for billions of people, in the future, even if you just had a hundred billion, that's still nothing compared to what you would need so that every person, if every person in the world had pie, they would be able to use it where they could also store it and save it and spend it later and not have to spend it every day where they could also acquire it. All of that requires circulation and it requires a whole lot more than just a few billion of that type of currency. So when he says exchanges need and will list Pi because Pi Network is a rare global resource, he is speaking in the sense of when every person that hears about Pi, that joins Pi later on when Pi can't be mined, it will become a rare global resource because it's not about the amount of pie that's out there anymore. It's about the amount of pie that's actually circulating out there in the world, which will be far less than the amount that was mined, as all of the pie that has been mined so far will still need to pass KYC. So there will only be a certain amount of the pie that has been mined that will be existing when phase three occurs. And exchanges don't care what Pi is worth because exchanges make money every time you put money into the exchange. Let's say you put in your fiat currency so you can buy some Pi or you sell your Pi so that you can get some fiat currency or you use your Pi that's in the exchange because you built an account there and created one and you want to exchange it for a different crypto. Anytime you're moving money into it, out of it, or inside of it, it doesn't matter. Exchanges make money as long as your money's moving, 
Okay? So they don't care what it's worth. And if you got millions and millions and millions of people all using crypto exchanges to buy, to sell, to exchange inside of it, all those transaction fees, yeah, that's how they make all their money. And they don't care what it's worth. But they do care in regard to how much action it's causing in their market. If it's the number one cryptocurrency that people are buying and selling, you better believe every crypto exchange out there is going to list it. Why wouldn't they? It would be like selling a very good item in your store that you know will sell out the moment you put it on your shelf. Why wouldn't they do it? You know, some crypto exchanges out there will charge a company like Pi Network in order for them to list it on their exchange. But if the coin has value and they see that many people will want to use it and obtain it in the future, they will list it on their crypto exchange for free because it's business that they will have if they do. And that's what it comes down to. So please join me in my next interview. I will be seeking a pioneer out there and I will offer some questions for them to think deeper in regard to what Pi is, what Pi is doing, and how it can help them. Until then, stay mining and stay smiling. I am the Crypto Legend.